welcome to Menopause in the Kitchen, where we talk all things food and nutrition for women in their midlife years. I'm Rachel Cooper, dietitian and food lover, with a passion for sharing information about nutrition in practical ways, so that you can take what you need and implement it into your lifestyle. Join me in my kitchen as I share bite-sized chunks of information to help you nourish your body and thrive in your midlife years and beyond. Welcome back, everyone, to um, the next podcast episode. It's been a little while, I know. Um, I've just, life has just been really busy at the moment. And having the time to record podcasts just doesn't always um, fit in. But today's podcast, I thought I'd do something a little different. um, And I'm hoping to mix things up a little um, in the podcast episodes. And I will still bring you those more factual podcast episodes about particular topics related to menopause and nutrition, um, because Uh, you know, that's important. I want to educate women and I want you to learn more um, about these topics. And I think that's important. And obviously people are listening and enjoying those. But in between, I thought that I might just throw in some slightly different podcast episodes that are more, I guess, storytelling. And I've been thinking about and sort of mulling on this for a little while. And I thought that I'd really like to share more stories on the podcast, just real life things that are happening. I'll start off with myself and who knows down the track, um, it might be nice to even invite some guests onto the podcast to talk about their experience. And the reason I'm doing this, I guess, is because I, um, I feel like storytelling is a really good way to learn from each other Um, and one person's experience is not necessarily going to be the same as another's but I feel like we can learn from our experiences and inspire and also to just relate and feel like oh I'm not the only one that feels that way or I'm not the only one that you know is dealing with that Um, and and stories have been used in many different settings and for, you know, centuries um, to, uh, I guess, help people uh, understand certain things and to to learn and and, uh, a form of education, but also a form of connection. So it's a way of connecting, I guess, and, um, you know, feeling like you're not alone and feeling like there are other people out there who are like you or having similar um, experiences to you. And, you know, we, we only have to look at um, the way that we share stories nowadays, whether it be through social media and, um, you know, and I think podcasts are, are an excellent way where we share stories. And I know that I listen to a lot of um, podcasts where people are are sharing their story. They're talking about their own experience and I get a lot out of that. I really, um, I can get inspired and feel really inspired by other people's experiences, um, but also can feel um, like 
a connection to those who might be experiencing something similar to me as well um, or things that I could I can learn from and it's not about necessarily sharing someone's experience and saying well you should do this too because this is what I did that's not quite what I'm talking about here Um, and and there may be some stories that are shared here on the podcast that aren't relatable to you or and you might just kind of listen out of interest and that's great Um, but it's not about feeling like you should be doing whatever someone else has done. It's really about, uh, I guess, that connection and understanding people's different experiences through menopause. So that's, yeah, so I'm going to trial that today. And this is going to be the first um, episode in this style. And I'm, I think I'm going to call it something like menopause kitchen chats or something like that. So it'll be like a chat that you would have with a good friend uh, at the kitchen table, <laughs> um, you know, maybe over a, a cup of coffee or something like that. So that's kind of what these um, episodes will be like. Not not really all that sort of formal. I won't sort of have a formal uh sort of topic list that I will um, that I will cover or anything like that. It'll be maybe a little bit more rambly. I'll try not to be too rambly. Um, so let's get started. And, and I thought to begin with, I might just sort of, you know, I was just sort of reflecting on things that are going on in my own life. Um, and I will try to keep this to more nutrition related, but there might be some other things that get thrown in there along the way because, hey, I'm a person. I might be a dietitian. My focus might not might be nutrition, but I'm a person and I have other experiences in my life as well. It's not all about all about food, but I will try to sort of keep the focus around food related things. Um, and so I was reflecting a little bit on my life and sort of where I'm at and what I'm trying to do and what I could share. And one of the things that I wanted to share was um I wanted to talk a little bit about making some changes to your eating patterns or what, you know, what you're eating. Um, and as many of you know, if you're new here and you, you haven't heard heard me before, um, I'm a non-diet dietitian. So I don't, um, I don't recommend diets, restriction or anything like that. I use a non-diet approach, which means that, you know, uh, all foods uh, are okay and in, and can be included, provided you enjoy them uh, and you're not allergic to them. Um, and uh, you know, so so I have that sort of approach, and I use an approach of gentle nutrition. So, looking at being a non-diet dietitian or, or having a non-diet approach is not about saying, "Oh, well, you can eat anything and everything you like." every day. So, you you know, I'm not necessarily saying you can eat low nutrition foods for breakfast, lunch and dinner and snacks all day, every day. Um, what I'm saying is that those foods are perfectly okay to have. And that if you enjoy them, you can have them without any guilt. But nutrition is still important. Um, so it's that balance between saying it's, it's okay to have those other foods that may not be giving as much nutritional value, but we just enjoy them and they taste good, but still including foods that are going to keep our bodies healthy. 
Um, so, you know, that gentle approach where it's not sort of black and white, it's more sort of, it's more grey, it's more, um, there's lots of nuance to it and it's, um, it, it varies from day to day and week to week and um, so it's not very rigid and restrictive. So that's the sort of approach that I have. And so I wanted to talk about what if you do want to make some changes? And that's something that I'm going to talk about my personal experience, um, something that I'm doing at the moment. Um, it's still okay to have a goal or have a change that you'd like to make in terms of your eating, but it's how you go about it that's important that um, helps it become more gentle and not diet-based. And so the example that Um, I give you today will sort of hopefully explain that in a better way. So one of the things that um, that I am trying to do and I've had uh, a change in my working life and my work um, circumstances. So um, those of you who follow me on social media may know um, back in April. uh, So I was working part time in, in a job and then back in April I started another position and so have since then been working full-time so five days a week between the two jobs which has made my life a little bit hectic hence why podcast episodes aren't coming out quite as often as I as I had wanted um but so life has become a little more hectic things have changed in terms of the type of job that I'm doing and what that job looks like and so a couple of things that uh I guess Um, I was reflecting on in recent times is one of my jobs, actually both of my jobs do require a bit of travel. And between the two, sometimes I'm traveling, you know, it could be one to two um, days in a week where I'm off on the road traveling to another town, you know, it could be an hour and a half away, it could be up to two and a half hours away, just, just depending. So, Um, So I'm on the road a little bit and in the car and what I found was I was just, I wasn't planning ahead very well. (laughs) I was jumping in the car and I was heading off and I found myself, you know, getting hungry, pulling over at a, you know, a service station or something like that and um, just picking up some snacks or eating um, lunch, like buying lunch out at a cafe or at wherever it is that I happen to be working. So no real planning or forethought was happening around my meals on those days. And that's not, a, not necessarily a problem. Um, there's there's nothing wrong with doing those things. I guess what I was noticing, and I'll explain my reasons for wanting to change this because it wasn't just health related. Um, I guess I was looking at the fact that it was happening fairly often, Um, Like I said, sometimes I was on the road one to two days a week and I was buying sort of snacks. I wasn't being very prepared. So, um, you know, if I'd got if I got hungry and had to pull over and just grab a snack, there wasn't really a a lot of choice. And so I was having things that weren't really fulfilling. um, And um, then, you know, I, I guess in the end you get hungry again later. And it was just this kind of cycle where I wasn't feeling like I was eating to give my body the energy that it needed and to sustain me throughout the day. Um, So that was sort of one of 
the reasons um, that I felt that the frequency of sort of stopping in for snacks or eating out for lunch was becoming higher than it normally would be. Um, and it just often, often my, my choices that I could, you know, things that I could choose for my snack or my lunch were limited. It depended on where I was. Sometimes I had some wonderful choices and it was great and I really enjoyed them. But other times the, the choices were very limited and I was just sort of having to pick whatever I thought looked the best. But I wasn't necessarily enjoying it so much. I was just eating it because I was like, well, I need to eat something because I'm hungry. So I wasn't really enjoying it. Um, nutrition wise wasn't always the best. Um, and again, like I said, it's okay if like th th this isn't necessarily an issue. Um, I just felt for myself that I might, I wasn't feeling the best physically when I ate this way. And um and that it wasn't really sustaining me very well and giving me the energy. So by the time I got home, I was absolutely, you know, exhausted. Sometimes I got home and I was starving because I just hadn't eaten foods that had sustained me very well and given me the energy that I needed. And so I was really reflecting and starting to see these patterns and thinking, hmm, okay, if that just happened every now and again, I wouldn't, I'd, I'd say, oh, well, that, that's no big deal. But it was happening fairly regularly. And I wanted to be able to change that. Um, there were some other reasons that I also decided that I wanted to make a change with this. And one was that financially, it was costing a fair bit of money to be purchasing these snacks and lunches on that regular basis. Um, and often for things that I wasn't even really enjoying, which is kind of annoying. Um and so the money that I was spending, and look, for some people that might not be an issue, they don't mind spending money on eating out or having, you know, buying their lunches and so on. But for me, I would prefer to save that money and use it for something else. So that was sort of one of the other things that I started to see how much that was adding up. And I thought, oh, okay, I am spending a fair bit of money here. So that was a second reason why I thought I really want to change this. And also I was spending money on things that I thought I could have made this at home and it was would probably have been better. <laughs> um, and so, and then the third reason was um, I was reflecting on my values. So my personal values that, that I instill in all parts of my life, including, you know, work and, and so on. And one of my values is sustainability and um, sustainability for me in terms of that value can have lots of different meanings. It's not just environmental sustainability, it, it, it's other things as well, but environmental sustainability is important to me. And I guess when I was thinking of the foods that I was buying and think, you know, buying things um, from, you know, cafes or what have you, a lot of them sort of came packaged um, in lots of sort of packaging and that doesn't sit well with my values in terms of um, sustainability. And, um, you know, I, uh, the other thing was that I knew that often I had food at home that needed to be used up. So, for example, I'll give you an example of this week. I um, uh, I was heading out 
Yesterday, um, I knew that I had some leftover roast chicken in the fridge, right? So that's something that I could have had as part of my lunch to use up food that I already had. Um, And I will tell you the story about what happened yesterday, but I didn't end up taking my lunch for for a few reasons. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I often have food that needs to be eaten. So it might be leftovers. There might be, like I said, you know, some chicken or food that I've purchased already sitting there in the fridge, in the pantry that I could take with me and eat. But I'm was choosing to buy something and then you know I had all this food at home that sometimes um, I'll admit then got thrown out because nobody ate it Um, so that that was you know another thing that was bothering me was looking at my values and my values around sustainability that eating out a lot was sort of meaning that I was wasting food at home and that didn't sit well with me um now you know I don't have an issue with eating out I I love eating out a lot of the times um but I just found because like I said I was doing it so frequently um it probably wasn't as exciting when you do it as 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 frequently as um as I was and also my choices were sometimes limited which kind of annoyed me it wasn't like I was choosing to go out to a really nice cafe or restaurant because I knew I was going to have a beautiful meal that wasn't always the case. So sometimes I was really just kind of scrambling for what what can I have here that looks okay um, and then spending money on that. <laughs> um, so there were sort of my reasons. One, I guess, was sort of a health reason but also an enjoyment reason that sometimes I just wasn't enjoying the food that I was getting because I was limited in choice. Uh, secondly, was the financial reason that I was spending all this money on on this food. And thirdly, was the sustainability issue that a lot of things came packaged um, and, you know, I had food at home that could have been used. So given those, those reasons, I decided to look at trying to make some changes and I um, I what I did was I sat down and thought about what kind of snacks could I get um, or make that uh, I could eat in the car because to be honest often the snacks um, I'm eating in the car while I'm driving you know if I'm driving like two hours or whatever I'm usually sort of having my snack while I'm driving and so they needed to be something that was portable and easy to eat while you drove. So I sat down and brainstormed and looked at some ideas, wrote them out, and then I made sure that I purchased and had those all on hand so that it made it easy to go, okay, I can quickly put together a couple of little snack packs, put them in my bag or in the car and take them with me. And I did that and I must say it worked really well. Yesterday I um, packed a snack. Now, yesterday I actually didn't have a lot of notice about um, traveling. I only found out on the Sunday because someone called in sick that I was going to be traveling the following day to a different site. And um, so, but it was great because I had already done that planning. I had the snacks there and all I had to do was throw them together into some containers and I thought great I can take those with me I don't need to stop in and and grab something um lunch wise that didn't quite work for me yesterday (laughs) I did end up buying my lunch um because 
I guess I still haven't done the planning side of things for lunches. And the only thing I could think of was, um, you know, a sandwich. (laughs) I'm not a big fan of sandwiches myself. But the bread that we had, we didn't have much bread left. What was there was fairly stale. And I just thought, oh, that just does not seem appetizing. And I just could not, hadn't sort of done the the forethought and the thinking about what are the things I could have for lunches that were portable and that I could take with me. And so I just didn't do that. But I packed my snacks. I did take my snacks. I still bought my lunch. Um, And, you know, I guess, you know, and I gave myself some compassion for that. I was like, it's okay. You know, I'm, I'm on my... I'm on my way to where I want to be. It's not, um, I'm not trying to be perfect right away. I'm not trying to be perfect every single time. I also know that there will be days where all that will go out the window and I'll rush out the door and just go, oh, well, bad luck. I'm just buying something um, because I haven't, you know, I haven't planned. I haven't packed anything and that's, and that's okay. I will just be okay with that. I will give myself some love and some compassion and I'm not aiming for perfection. But um, yesterday, I must say, having those snacks packed were um, were really good. I enjoyed them. They were things that I really liked and they were sustaining. So they actually kept me sustained and gave me the energy that I needed. And um, I was really happy with that. No, I didn't take my lunch and I bought my lunch, but I'm okay with that. And what I'll do now is I'll sit down and work out, okay, what are some ideas that I can have for lunches that I can take with me? And I I don't always have somewhere where I have a fridge to put something in um, or to reheat, like a microwave to reheat or anything. So I sort of need to have some different options that um, don't require that. Um, And, you know, probably looking at a a decent lunchbox um, that's, you know, uh, insulated, you know, that's going to keep things cool and, and all of that. So that's some planning I need to do and I haven't quite got there yet, but my snacks have worked well. I have a range of different things there with lots of different options that I enjoy and some containers to put them in. Um, and now next step is to, to work on the lunch. So I guess I'm telling this story because number one, I want to highlight that you can make changes based on internal factors that you have noticed. So the difference, I guess, between me wanting to make this change for myself because of the three reasons that I mentioned to you um, is quite different to wanting to make that change to my diet because someone else told me that I should. Uh, or because I was feeling guilty about what I was doing. I wasn't feeling guilty. I was just noticing and being, you know, being observant about how I was feeling and what I was doing and whether that sat well with me. So it wasn't about a guilt thing. It wasn't coming from a place of guilt and it wasn't coming from an external factor. So I wasn't doing it because I felt like that's what I should be doing or someone else was doing that. So I should also be doing that. It really came from more intrinsic factors and factors that are important to me. Um, and, um, you know, it was, there was, I guess, a part of a health, like it might have been a, a, a small portion of the reason I did it, but there were many other reasons that factored into me making that change. And so I guess I'm just using this as an example of, yes, you can make changes, 
It's the reason why you're making them. What is the underlying reason for it? And if it's because it's an external thing that someone else is telling you or you feel like you should or you're feeling guilty or, you know, any of those sort of external things, um, if it's because of that, that's not necessarily a good reason to make a change. For one, it's probably not going to last because it's coming from a, uh, it's coming from an external um, reason, not not internally for yourself. And so, comparing that to doing it because I've reflected on my values, I've reflected on my life and whether this was working for me, and I was realizing it just wasn't. Um, And so I made that change based on those reasons. And I'm also being realistic and knowing that I'm not always going to be perfect. And sometimes I'm going to run out the door and not pack my lunch or my snacks or whatever. And I'm going to be okay with that. Um, So I'm going to give myself compassion and just, you know, and know that I'm not aiming for perfect um, and that some days it'll work and sometimes it won't. But if I am feeling better internally with the choices that I'm making, then I'm happy. Um, and that's really what's important in, in, in this circumstance. So that's just an example, I guess, of making a change, how you make that change, the reasons you're making that change and how you go about doing it. I didn't just go and change everything the day after and say from tomorrow, that's it. No more buying lunch, no more buying snacks, no more, you know, I, I didn't do that. I gradually did it. I said, okay, I sat down and I made my list of snacks and I bought my snacks and I, you know, had everything there and ready to go. I haven't quite got there with lunch and I will get there. That's okay. But it's it's a process that I'm going through and it's gradual, gradual change. Um and and that's okay. And I'm I'm fine with that. I'm not expecting it all just to happen overnight, which you know, when we're starting a diet or making changes based on more of those intrins- extrinsic, sorry, extrinsic um, reasons, we think, okay, I'm going to start tomorrow and I'm going to do this and I'm going to, you know, it's going to be great and I'm not going to, I'm not going to eat out anymore and I'm not, and that's just, it's, it's just not going to happen. It'll happen, but eventually you'll fall in a hole and things will change in your life and you'll think, oh, well, that was too hard. Um, so, you know, when aiming for perfection, we're just aiming for some changes and we're reflecting to see how it's making us feel. And if it's, if you're feeling better about it, that's great. If there are changes to your lifestyle that then make that a little bit harder, we may have to tweak and change things and that's okay. So yeah, so that's my little story for today. Um, and I, I might, I'll update you on my progress and how I'm going with with lunches, but um, <laughs> um, but you know, I just wanted to highlight that it is okay to make some goals and some changes, but it's the reason why you're making them that's important, and um, make them for yourself and in and, and an intrinsic reason, um, and don't be hard on yourself. You know, just take your time and. Um, you know, take some and reflect once you make a change and think, is this working for me? Is this okay? How am I feeling with this change? Is it just stressing me out and making me frustrated? If so, okay, 
let's let's sit down and make some changes and 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 maybe maybe we back off a little bit or maybe this wasn't the right idea maybe I need to change my thinking so um yeah anyway that's that's my little story for today uh let me know if there's anything that you have tried to change um that has been a success for you and what your reasons were and I I really invite you to maybe think about the 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 um, underlying reasons for the changes you may have made to your lifestyle whether it was you know diet or movement or whatever it might be um and reflect on how that makes you feel and whether it's you know something that you've done for yourself internally or whether it's like an extrinsic motivation that has um sort of driven you to that and and how did that make you feel when it was external if someone someone else saw you were trying to follow something that someone else said that you should do how did that work for you um and you know was it long lasting was it not how do you feel when you don't um do whatever it is that you were planning to do is it is it guilt to beat yourself up or do you just give yourself some compassion and go ah, it's okay these things happen you know tomorrow's a new day and I'll, I'll i'll move on um and and just be realistic about life life gets in the way and um sometimes we just need to change things up as life changes Anyway, that's the end of my story for today. Um, I hope that was useful to you. And um, like I said, I'll still bring you some um, episodes with more factual information about certain topics. In between, I'm just going to have these little kitchen chats with you. Um, let me know how um, what you think of them and I will speak to you all again soon.